Welcome to the Volatile Podcast. In this episode, I speak with Crystal McGrath. She is a very busy uh, woman who does so much stuff, and uh, we had a really great conversation. I'm sure that you will enjoy it. And uh, if you would, please uh, rate and review the podcast, uh, five star if you can. But uh, I'll take anything. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I have Crystal McGrath. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm so great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, so uh, you're in Canada, is that right? I am. Yeah, Calgary, Alberta. That's very far from where I'm from. Where are you from? I'm in South Georgia. So uh, you're like, from me, Northwest, uh, and I'm right above Florida, like literally. Yeah, yeah. I actually used to live in Georgia. I lived in Atlanta for, oh, probably, I can't remember how long ago, but uh, I spent, spent quite a lot of time, quite a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Atlanta's a, a very fun town. There's so much to do. Um, I'm thinking about moving up there myself. Nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I can't wait to go back. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Hot though. You guys have all the oh. heat down there. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm even further south, so it's it's really hot. The only thing that makes Atlanta a little bit worse, depending on where you're at, is uh all the asphalt. So it's just like whatever the yeah. heat is, it's being reflected up. Totally. Know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, uh, so I was looking over your information and you do a lot. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like every single time I, I, I kept looking in there, I was just like, okay, she does this. And then I'm like, wait, she does this too. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, you, you are a musician and an entrepreneur. I see that you run a, a couple of podcasts. You do, uh, yoga. Uh, you are a very, very busy woman. Yeah, but you know, when you love what you do, it really doesn't seem like you're super busy. Mm-hmm. So uh, how long have you been in the music industry? Yeah, so I released my first album in 2005 when I was just a baby, apparently. <laughs> time flies. It's insane how quickly time goes. And and that's actually where I kind of started was in, in Georgia, in Atlanta. I was a spokesperson for Toys for Tots use my song Christmas every day as an inspirational theme song and that's what brought me down there so yeah I've been making music ever my whole life but professionally since about 2000 2004 I was recorded my first album and then and then headed on south to to Atlanta and then from there I've been in um, I have another project called boy and girl and we do Mm -hmm. pop music and we've put out four albums and a couple singles and then I've just released an EP that was country in 2019 and then my single game on last year. And, and then now we just released about a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I was actually listening to a, a couple of those songs today. I listened to about a boy. It's great. The game on song. I, I really love that one. Uh, it's, right? it's, it's really catchy. Thank you. Did you try the line dance? No, I'm not a dancer. <laughs> well there's a full online dance to game on and mm-hmm. on youtube we have a tutorial video on how to do it yeah i was watching that i, was just like, <laughs> uh, I don't know if i can do all that <laughs> like, like, uh, baby steps I'm, 
Yeah, I'm always out. Mm-hmm. I watch people dance. I sit there going, oh, I wish I had the courage to do that or the talent at least, you know. Oh, you don't need talent. You just you just need to go find freedom. It's yeah. all about freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, and that that's that's the part. Like, I, I don't know what it is about me, but like uh, I guess some people call me like a stick in the mud. It's just like uh, it's like I want to do something, but I just I can't take that leap. Sometimes, you know. You know, I'm gonna just send a little dare your way, and this year I don't care where yeah. or when, but I dare you to get up and dance somewhere. Well, sometime, okay. somewhere, sometime this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll try that. I, there's, there's always someone asking me to dance. So, I'm, I'm so good. there you go. Yeah. Take them up. Be mm-hmm. a yes man. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. I need to do that more often. Absolutely. So, uh, what was your uh, inspiration uh, behind this song you just put out? Yeah, so the song was pitched to me by some incredible writers. And when I heard the song, it was just so cool to listen to a song that was very relatable. It was just a song that relationship, you know, looking back on a relationship that you you had once, it's just that human connection feeling of, you know, longing for that love and longing for that connection with somebody. And it's cool to be confident and independent on your own, but then there's just sometimes at the end of the day, longing for that connection. And, and that's just something I really wanted to put out that message as much as I'm all about, you know, independent women and go rah, rah, <laughs> be on your own and be, be confident and feel good. I'm also human. And I also do have those emotions where it feels, feels good to be loved and in a relationship and, and long for that. Oh yeah, I and I think that's something that just about everybody can connect with because I, I think that's some that's a that's a human thing. I, th- I think we all want that. Exactly, and that's exactly how I saw the song. Is just you know this is you know it's about a girl talking about a boy. I mean, I think when you listen to the words, it's about a feeling, and that feeling is a universal language that we can all connect with. Yeah, well, and it's it's a great song too. It's a uh, more people need to listen to it. Uh, I, I mean. I like what I've heard of yours so far. Thank you. It's, it's fantastic, and I, I uh, actually I, I like your uh, your solo stuff better than the um, than the uh, the the other uh, band you have. Uh, Completely so, different, so it's yeah. per- it's perfect for all different listeners. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, a little, little bit of something for everybody. That's uh, right. And and I, I I always respect artists who, who can do uh a lot of different things like um uh, a couple months ago i spoke with a uh, uh, musician uh who's in a fairly popular rock band and his solo project is a country music so uh t- t- to me it was interesting that to you know hear someone who's in some ways like done like opposite types of music but uh, and and make everything just sound you know, like he's an expert at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the thing with music is an expression and it's just an avenue of ourselves that we get to, to explore. And I find for me, just having different projects, I get to, I'm authentically myself in, in both of them, but I get to explore different elements of myself in each of them. And, and it's cool to see what comes out and, and the creative process between, between the two are so different. And it's just an additional 
additional way to express myself. So uh, I'm curious. Uh, so tell me, tell me how you got started with uh, with your various uh, other things like your yoga and like your music coaching. How, how did you get started in all of that? Yeah, so music coaching has always just been something I've found very important to my soul. For me growing up, I was a very shy kid and I was very uncomfortable being authentic and using my voice and I never felt good enough. And just growing up with that feeling, it didn't really shift and change until I met a vocal coach who really helped me discover my voice and feel confident to use my voice as a message. And so I really wanted to to help inspire other people that went through what I went through or prevent them from going through what I went through and just, just know how important it is to use your voice. And so coaching music is, is a really important avenue of my work and my life, just because I love inspiring people to be the best versions of themselves. And, and then that kind of segues into my company live with love movement. I do uh, mindset and movement coaching and everything's all virtual now, which is really convenient. And it's great because I can work from all over the world when I'm doing music and traveling. And it's really just about helping women. It's my main market, um, but all are welcome. Um, but it's just, I inspire people to be the best versions of themselves through movement and mindset. So I teach spin yoga, bar meditation, sound bowl healing, um, a lot of strength training. I'm certified personal trainer and and, and a Reiki master. So I do a lot of energy work and it's really cool to combine all of these tools together as well as combine that in with music coaching because all of these wellness tools help us perform to our best capacity, whether that means on stage or just showing up your best in life. And so all of that kind of works together to encompass encompass all the different parts of it. And that led me to starting um, the membership program called Artist Wellness. And it's kind of a fusion between my coaching music and then my mindset and movement coaching. Um, so it's a program for artists to, to join and it's very affordable. It's $20 a month and you get access to all the online fitness classes, workbooks for mindset, vocal coaching tips, all sorts of tools and then different guest speakers every month to give tips on not only the voice and wellness, but some business strategy tips as well. So it's kind of a, a fusion between all of that and the business strategy stuff comes into uh, my company called Social, Simply Socials Management. And just this year, actually, we started a digital marketing agency where we help artists and entrepreneurs and businesses grow their social media, graphic design, web design, all the little digital marketing, marketing pieces that uh, go behind a project. So I kind of just took all of the things that I do as a musician for myself and turned them into businesses to help support other people doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like, uh, like everything you do has one thing in common, which is uh, to help everyone become their best self. You know, yes. Whether it's physical, mental, whatever. Uh, and I like that. That's, that's, that is a very good thing. And I, I think a lot of people need that. Totally. Thank you. Yep. That's mm -hmm. my personal mission statement to inspire individuals to be the very best version of who they are in the moment. And that changes on the day to day too, right? I mean, we don't always show up 
as the 10 on 10 version of ourselves, right? And just knowing that sometimes when you show up as the three on 10 version of yourself, that's okay. If that's how you're feeling that day, just taking ownership of that and being okay, not always being okay is, is a really important tool as well. Oh, yeah. And, and that, that kind of uh, leads into something else that I was uh, uh, looking at earlier. So, so you have a couple different uh, podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, the Crushing uh, Chaos and the uh, Artist Behind the Music. And, um, you know, from listening to a little bit of that, it's sort of like what I do that one. But the Crushing Chaos to me uh, is, is a really interesting one. Um, it, so in that one, you... Uh, you speak with people that are ambitious and, and, um, and uh, I guess, you know, trying to find out how they got to where they are. Uh, can you tell me, tell me more about your, uh, your podcast? Of course, yeah. So I started Crushing Chaos initially just as an outlet for me to, to kind of speak about my life and my day to day. And the name came from uh, my assistant at the time. She was, I was kind of just spitballing some ideas and I said, crushing chaos. And she's like, yes, that is you. That is your life. She's like, you just need to talk about everything you do and how you, you know, crush the obstacles that get in your way. And so that's kind of where the the theme came from. And then during COVID, when it started last year, just longing for a, a way to connect with more people, I decided to turn the podcast into more of an interview series. And I found, I put out an ad on Facebook and on some podcast groups, and I had an overwhelming amount of response from people who wanted to share their story. It was just blew my mind that hundreds and hundreds of people of women, especially wanted to share their story of struggle and strength and overcoming barriers in their life. I just found that so inspiring. So I've done, I think I did about 45 episodes last year and had some amazing conversations with women all over their world, all in different types of industries um, different careers, different um, journeys, and the stories that are shared on that podcast are so inspiring just to, I think there's just a little bit of something for anyone listening, just to know that, you know, hardships are normal, and it just really normalizes hard times, and and then it really normalizes the fact that we can move forward from things, and as long as we have mindset of success, as long as we you know, build ourselves the tools and surround ourselves with the right people and we're set ourselves up for success, then anything is possible. And it's just a really, it just takes away that ceiling of what you can and cannot do. And just reminds people that you're fully capable of doing anything and everything that you want to do in life. Yeah. And and hearing those, uh, those stories to, to me are, very encouraging like uh uh, actually i have a friend that i think would probably uh be a a great interview uh for your uh crushing chaos podcast she's uh uh she went to college uh studied uh, mass media eventually started her own company doing uh basically pr work with google microsoft a bunch of fashion designers all kinds of stuff and now she is a first lieutenant in the army oh cool yeah so I, cool. Pass send her my way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she will be uh, a great person for you to talk to. Uh, yeah, she uh, she's a little bit hard to get in touch with because uh, the army keeps her incredibly busy. She's she's like the best person at anything that she that she does. So Aww. 
Yeah. So they. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have traveled um, all over the world. Is that right? I have. Yeah. I'm uh, fortunate to have been to a lot of places in this beautiful world and I cannot wait to travel again. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, any particular places that stand out? Well, Australia is one of my favorite spots. I mm-hmm. lived there for about a year and I just, I love it there. And it's so cool. They've been very receptive of my music. Um, releasing a song during the pandemic internationally was a very interesting and eye-opening experience. And Australia really took me in and um, so grateful to have been added to hundreds of radio stations there promoting um, this Canadian girl's music. So I love I love Australia. I will, I will say that China is a really cool place too. I think just going to places that have completely opposite culture that you're used to is something we should all do and experience because we get so used to living our lives and the routine that we're in and the way we do things and the way people around us do things that we just get so used to it that we can't even imagine anything else. So when you take yourself out of that and put yourself in a culture that's very different and it just exposes you to a different way of thinking and a different way of living. And I think we all need to have our eyes opened continuously because it's too easy to stay, to stay in routine and to stay in. in. I'm a big fan of putting yourself out there and getting uncomfortable so that you can grow as a human. Yeah. And I've, I've always heard that traveling is, is really good and, and eye opening just, just as you mentioned, um, it's pretty cool that, that you've, uh, that you've spent time in Australia. Uh, that's all that, that, and of course, China too, are uh, a couple of countries that I've always been interested in. Um, but I think of the two, Australia is probably the scariest one because it's like the deadliest of everything is in that country. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're right. But um, just, you know, keep your eyes open. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard there's these like really huge spiders that are everywhere. Oh. I was going to say, we stayed in this hostel and this was many years ago, but a spider, I got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and a spider crawled out of the sink, like the size of my hand. And then I turned around and an iguana ran across the floor. And uh, that was my last hostel experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't say I blame you there. I'd be like, yeah. mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> wow. Uh, what, what was uh, time in China like? Oh, it was, it was awesome. We actually were there in for the millennium, which really sets me back a long time. Um, just really, really cool place. I just, it was winter. And I remember walking on the Great Wall of China wearing these, they were like these giant Russian hats that we bought on the side of the road because it was so cold. And I just have this memory of of walking the Great Wall of China in these, in these giant fur hats. <laughs> it was Wow. It was great though. I mean, just, I'm also, it was also challenging for me because I'm very allergic to nuts and mm. um, they do cook and sesame. So I'm just a little bubble girl here and chocolate. I could keep going, but mm-hmm. so we, I did bring a lot of my own food over there and mm-hmm. uh, it was ch- challenging, challenging, challenging to eat, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, so I'm, I'm lucky. I, I don't really have uh, any allergies, and I, I couldn't imagine, uh, you know, living in a situation where, like, you know, eating like a piece of shrimp or, 
you know, peanut could uh, could send you into anaphylactic shock. I mean, that's got to be kind of scary uh, at times. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it is. It's very scary. It's funny. You just kind of get used to it. I have an allergy card that I bring out with me that has a list of all my allergies that we give to give to the chefs. And then uh, whenever we travel, we have to, we make it in all sorts of languages. So it can be understood well, because the last thing you want is having an anaphylactic reaction in another country. <laughs> Yeah, yeah or in my own country i mean you just yeah. don't want that in general i've had a few bad experiences that have sent me to the hospital mm. i was um eating a salad once and there was a, a pecan on the bottom of it and and that sent me into severe anaphylactic shock and to the hospital and i'll just tell the story because it's kind of interesting i was very sick i was i couldn't breathe i was turning red and we were on our way to the hospital i was throwing up um I must have looked like the worst shape of my life, but I remember feeling the most comfortable that I have ever been. And I say that because I've always feared death my whole life. And that moment made me less afraid of that experience. And I I don't, I won't go in, I don't know what happens or where we go or whatever from that point. But I do know that that experience of such trauma and feeling so comfortable, it just made me less afraid of that experience if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was very interesting. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. I, I mean, uh, w- one of the, one of the hardest things to do is, is over, overcoming in like in kind of fear. Uh, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine like coming over, uh, something that, you know, that's, that's scary. Like, like, uh, I've, I've had a couple surgeries in my life and, uh, the first one was, uh, very frightening because uh like when i went into the hospital i didn't know it was uh, uh what was wrong with me i just knew i was in a, a lot of pain turned right. out that uh my gallbladder was about to explode so oh yeah yeah but it uh the hospital i, I was at they they didn't exactly give me the best ex- experience because uh the first night i was in there kind of i like woke up and i looked at my arm and i was just bleeding and I was just like, huh, I don't know if that's normal. Well, I'm going to go back to sleep. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm bleeding. I oh, my gosh. I was just like, I need to talk to a nurse. Oh. So I called the nurse. I'm like, hey, um, I'm bleeding. Can you come check on me? And they were like, yeah, we'll be right there. It was 45 minutes before they finally came to check on me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was just like, well. Oh, my gosh. Is, yeah. I was like, no, it's a good thing I didn't die. No kidding. I probably, if that was me, I would have gotten up and walked to their station. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) oh gosh yeah I thought about it but I I was still I was still in pain at that point so right yeah I hear you oh my goodness it's crazy Mm -hmm. the human body is a crazy thing what we can handle Mm -hmm. yeah and uh just the different ways that people kind of uh overcome challenges uh, I think it's amazing um you know like like uh, like people who uh let's say they were in an accident of some sort and they lost a limb uh and and you get those uh uh like runners like there was a leg and then they get those uh those legs and they can run like even faster on those things mm-hmm. you know so it's it's interesting how you know something that um when you first think about it it is like uh crushing but yeah you don't give up and 
you can make the best out of the situation and some and sometimes it can be even better than you know where you started absolutely it's all perspective and mindset right it's if you believe you can you you will mm -hmm. and it's just that simple i think we overcomplicate it with all the little pieces that we need to put together to make things happen. But honestly, if you just see it and believe it, pieces show up. They just do. I don't know how, but they do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it always seems that like uh, at, at just the moment when you need something, it, it always feels like that's, that's the moment where it, someone or something just kind of steps in uh, unexpectedly. Or yeah. That's how it works for me sometimes. Totally. Me too. I love that. Yeah. I just just put it out there. Put it out into the world and and let it present itself. <laughs> so uh, when you were in China, did did you um, uh, experience any sort of like a, I don't know if you ever saw the movie like Lost in Translation, um, but uh, like any, any kind of moments where you were just like, I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. Um, I definitely got hit by a bicycle. <laughs> mm. Wow, that's not fun. That was a moment of oh, I um, I don't have the right of way here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a uh, uh, one thing that I have heard is that uh, a lot of countries are, are not like they are here, where pedestrians do not have the right of way. So if you get hit by a car, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely me, and it was. I just was getting into a cab and there was a bike coming and I was clearly in its way and it was snowing. So the poor guy was riding through the snow and obviously having a challenge. And so, yes, I slowed him down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least, at least you're okay. You know, <laughs> that's right. I would say moments that Paris, I don't speak French and I, I really wish I, I did. Mm -hmm one of Canada's nas second national languages. Um, mm -hmm. But I was there by myself in Paris and I found that challenging, just wanting to connect with people and talk to people. And the language barrier was just, nope, we can't have a conversation because we both speak different languages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I don't know how that is for you but for me like uh you know i was in the movie lost in translation um have you seen it i haven't well i may have but i'm really embarrassingly bad at movies and i forget mm -hmm. what i've seen like the past two nights in a row we've put on movies that we had already seen before we realized <laughs> mm -hmm. really bad at that so well um so the scene in there that i always uh think about that that i always sort of one of experience a little bit is uh so it stars bill murray and he's sort of like a out of work actor he's going over to japan to shoot some commercials to you know make some money mm -hmm. and um so they're filming the commercial he grabs you know his glass of whiskey takes a sip and says his line and then um uh they uh they stop to um prepare for you know another shoot so he looks at the translator and he's just like, hey, can you ask the director, um, you know, if it's better if I drink from my left hand or my right hand, like what what would the director like me to do? So so translate that to the director and the director, you know, in Japanese is like, 
what does it matter? He can use his right hand, his left hand. I, I don't care. He just needs to, you know, grab the cup and like take a drink. And then she turns around and goes, he said, uh, use your right hand. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that is such a weird experience. And, and like his reaction was like, is that all he said? Oh. <laughs> but it, it's, 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 this, it's those moments to where, um, you know, everything is just so um, foreign and, you know, it's like almost alien to you, you know, how different everything is from the language to the social interactions and everything. Yeah. And you know what? I can even speak of that in, in Canada. So Quebec is a mm -hmm. province here and it's all French. So French is their main language. It's in Canada. And um, my partner is from there and all of his all my in-laws live in Quebec as well. And I love it there. It's beautiful. And uh, I love the French language. I just, I still don't speak it. <laughs> and so even going there, and this is in Canada, I have a hard time going places by myself to order something because I feel silly that I don't understand French <laughs> and I'm in my country and it's, it's a very interesting feeling. It's um, really puts perspective into your into your life when you don't understand what's going on around you mm -hmm. yeah and uh I, I've, I've heard in a in another podcast that that uh that area is like the people there uh tend to be a little judgy like if you don't speak french then they're frustrated with you and then if you do speak french but you don't speak it as well as they do they still get frustrated with you you so. know i i think that is that can be true i think um they've lightened up. If you try, you get a smile. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's been my experience. Mm -hmm. Probably just cause I'm laughing the whole time I'm trying. <laughs> but... oh, yeah. 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 That's, I think that's the, the best thing to do if you're having a hard time. Just that's right. I've got on cafe noir. I've got that mm -hmm. down mm -hmm. and le sens, si vous plaît, turn the volume up. <laughs> those, are, <laughs> those are my two French, French teachings for the day. <laughs> well, <laughs> Uh, I, I might need to learn French one day. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll ever be in a situation where I'll need it, but uh, I, I think it's important to uh, to learn, uh, you know, other languages. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's, it's sort of like traveling. It, it kind of opens your opens your mind up, and, and like a lot of uh, languages, in some ways, are sort of like opposite of English as to the structure of the um, of the sentences. So. You know, I'm really glad we're having this conversation. I'm going to open my Duolingo app and I'm going to start learning French again. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. You know, I, I encourage everyone to, uh, to uh, you know, learn something, you know, be a language or anything else, because I mean, uh, it, it helps you grow as a person. And exactly. It, and I, I think it uh, makes you feel even more fulfilled and happier. Yeah, exactly. I completely mm -hmm. agree. So um, you're in Canada now, right? I am, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how long has it been since you've been in Georgia? A very long time when now that mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it. Um, I left there, I think, in 2007 to, no, 2008. Mm -hmm. I came back okay. to Calgary, yeah. 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 Time flies. <laughs> it, it really does. It really does. Um, yeah. Atlanta is a, a massive city. And the, the reason I ask you is uh, uh, what is it 
what what are the things that kind of stand out to you that's different from where you're at in you know Georgia oh yeah um big city I'm I live in Calgary probably the third fourth largest city in Canada um but I think there's about a million people here so it's not a very big place um the big city life for sure I lived in Buckhead when I was there and it's just you could just the glamour of everything and the you know the hotels and the people and the parties and the just very very extravagant I would say in comparison to what I experience here in Calgary um the music scene also very different um where I am we're kind of like the Nashville of Canada more country-based and Atlanta I would not say country based at all. (laughs) Hip hop. um, It just really exposed me to a whole different, different music industry, which was very cool. Um, It's just, yeah, everything, even just the kindness. Everyone was there was very kind. I found everyone was really nice. The Southern drawls and the y'alls and Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It was just, uh, it was a lot hotter. That's for sure than here and humid. Mm -hmm. I remember I'd leave my apartment I would shower and then leave my apartment and I felt like I just showered again because I'd be sweating from the heat and humidity so badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people don't, don't realize uh, how hot and humid it is uh, in, in this area. I mean, uh, and it's even more so like where I live at because there's like swamps and rivers all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's days to where like you can walk outside and like the air's just so thick with the humidity. It's like, you can feel it. It's mm-hmm. like it's, you can literally feel it touching. It's like a blanket. You. Yes, it really is, and um, and it's uh, I, I don't know what the weather's like out there, but like here, it's like kind of unrelenting. So it, it'd be like anywhere between like in the summer, like nine, ninety to like over a hundred during the day, and at night it's still like ninety degrees. So you don't get any sort of a relief from it unless you have air conditioning you know yeah exactly yeah you definitely need air conditioning we do not have air conditioning here it is not a common thing to have air conditioning built into your house in cal in calgary anyways hmm. heat so, yes so- it gets very cold here but um but air conditioning no <laughs> yeah yeah well, it's it's a necessity here i, I don't know oh, for sure yeah i, I don't could think live. you could live without it here well, uh, was was there anything else that you'd like to um, uh, bring up or focus on? No, you know, I mean, I could talk for hours. I think I lost you. You still there? Oh no, I'm still here. Okay. Um. Uh. So, 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 was there anything else that you'd like to um uh, bring up? Yeah. Oh, and. I was just saying I could I feel like I could always just chat for hours about everything so yeah thanks for having me I appreciate you taking the time to to connect and and have an inspiring conversations to go to go learn some more French <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, do that let, let me know uh, how how everything uh, goes with that thanks yeah so the takeaway I'm gonna learn French and you're gonna go dance mm-hmm. yes definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well I, I appreciate you uh coming on to the podcast uh I'll, I'll let you know when I have this up, which will probably be maybe Tuesday, and um, and uh, I'll try and put as many of your uh, links to your websites and social and everything on there. Oh, 
awesome. That sounds great. Well, thank you so mm -hmm. much. All right. And if there's nothing else, I'm just going to let you go. Perfect. Sounds great. Well, enjoy the Georgia heat and I will talk to you again another time. Good luck dancing. Thank you. And you too. <laughs> thank you. Right. Bye. Bye.